0: Welcome to another edition of Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. I am joined here today by general college football expert Evan Stone, mm. also known as former college roommate. Do we live together at any point? Uh, we lived in the same suite. That counts. I'm gonna call it a roommate. Does
1: that count? Sweet yeah. Mate. yeah that Sweet
0: mate. sounds like something else. Uh former college roommate.
1: I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. I like I'll it. Allow it. All right. <laughs> uh Evan Stone. Evan, how are you, buddy? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for calling me an expert. I needed that tonight. Yeah, you just need a little a little boost.
0: Yeah. Well listen, for somebody that doesn't get paid to do it, you follow college football about as closely as anybody I know.
1: Yeah, my wife loves that about me.
0: I'm sure she does. That's uh, <laughs> My wife loves that I do this podcast three times a week that nobody gives me any money for. So uh, we, <laughs> we have that in common, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're good.
0: So I wanted to start off with, I know obviously you're an Illinois fan, and uh, Big Ten is kind of your main area of expertise. Just how did you end up feeling? I know you were happy that Illinois made a bowl. They had a chance to finish a little better than they did. Ended up finishing six and six. How'd you feel about their season in general? How are you feeling about Lovey? And then we'll move on to the Big Ten after that.
1: Yeah i uh, I loved this year. Man, this year this year was good. Uh, Very frustrating at the end of the season, but they had so many injuries coming coming down the stretch. It's never good when you lose to a team in the last game of the year who is winless in conference going into that. So that's not Not ideal. ideal. Not ideal. No, that that game was – I think Northwestern was on their third-string quarterback. Illinois was on their second-string quarterback. Our top three wide receivers were out. Uh, We lost our center in the first quarter. Uh, Two starting linebackers weren't – like it was just a mess. And so I think everybody went into that game – Uh, really, just not really. Honestly, not caring. We we made a bowl game at that point. Uh, All news stories were coming out that if we won six and six, seven and five, didn't really change which bowl game we were going to. Sure. Um, and so obviously we wanted to beat Northwestern, but. I don't think anybody left there devastated. Like we, we made our first bowl since two thousand fourteen. So, is there any sort of a, like rivalry there with
0: a, with with uh, Northwestern at all? Is that a thing?
1: They want it to be, um, but is it? We, we play, <laughs> but we play it? for the, <laughs> we play for the land of Lincoln Hat.
0: Okay, that's that might be dumber than the Heroes Trophy,
1: um, otherwise known as the L O L Hat. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's this this bronze like stovetop hat.
0: Nice. And it's
1: the dumbest thing ever. It used to be the Suhawk Tomahawk um well, you which can't was awesome. but yeah. we can't no, that's not allowed. That's not, not allowed. allowed. So, um there's a little bit of a rivalry because, you know, Pat Fitzgerald wanted to come to Illinois. Illinois didn't recruit him. He then ends up going to Northwestern, becomes a stud star linebacker. Becomes their coach. And I think he, he brought some of that grudge with him, which it's worked out for him great. Sure. Like, it's great for Northwestern to have a rivalry with Illinois. And they've wanted a lot in the last, you know, decade or so. Um, but it's not a rivalry that like people care about. Like people don't get upset about. It. Like people don't get up in arms no. about it. People get upset with Pat Fitzgerald. That not makes sense. with Northwestern. That makes yeah. sense. So, <laughs> but now it's changed a little bit because Lovey Smith and Pat Fitzgerald are are really good friends. So oh. things have shifted because when Lovey was with the Bears, um, he did he worked pretty closely with Pat Fitzgerald and, and programs are pretty close. So uh, things have changed a little bit.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so what were your thoughts about kind of the Big Ten in general? I mean, we haven't talked since about midway through the season and i know nebraska's season kind of went off the rails since then and i i think ohio state's way better than we thought they were even though i think we both thought they were pretty good Um, i didn't necessarily think they were this good and i mean just the whole just everything with you know minnesota kind of having a year out of nowhere that people didn't really expect just what were your kind of general takeaways from the big 10 season
1: honestly for me the only surprise was probably minnesota i i think everything else played out almost exactly how i thought it would um i do yeah ohio state is maybe a little bit better than i thought um i wish there would have been another team that could have given them kind of a run but i i think the big ten's a, a deep conference um maybe the deepest conference in all of college football uh and so uh, I thought it was interesting to see um, kind of the Big Ten West. I loved watching the West this year because I think there, there wasn't a lot that separated a lot of the teams top to bottom. Um, you see Illinois make a bowl game. Uh, Purdue obviously struggled this year. They had lots of injuries, but I don't think anybody went into a week against Purdue thinking, here's a gimme game. Uh, Minnesota obviously sure. makes their run. Nebraska is talented. Um and so I don't I think you're still fearful of them coming into it. Iowa's Iowa, Wisconsin's Wisconsin. So I think the West was a lot of fun to watch this year because it came it came together better than almost any division uh maybe in all of college football. It was the most yeah, competitive I mean, it was, division.
0: It was incredibly competitive, that's for sure. Uh, now I don't yeah. think the top end talents where the East is, obviously, with Ohio State Penn oh, no. State. But and even Michigan, I mean, I get that Michigan got boat raced by, uh, by Ohio State again. But I, I still think Michigan is would probably be the class of the Big Ten West.
1: Yes, I, I would agree. And so uh, I think Ohio State is an elite team. Obviously, they're in the playoff. They're in that top, that top four echelon in all of college football. But pretty easily,
0: think... pretty easily could have been the number one seed. I mean, yeah. I think between them and LSU is a coin flip.
1: Yes, and I mean they were number one. They were the one until I mean championship I mean, yeah, weekend. They were so
0: off and on, number one between them and LSU all year.
1: Yeah, so they're they're by far and away they're up there. But then you you do you look at Michigan and Penn State and Wisconsin and and I, I think they're really good football teams. They're just at a different level than Ohio State.
0: Yeah, I mean I think so. I think you've got Ohio State clearly number one out of everyone, and then I think you've got. Penn State, Wisconsin, Michigan kinda in that next group. And then the group after that, you've kinda got your
1: Iowa, Minnesota. Minnesota. Iowa. Yeah, that that kind of group of teams. Yeah, um, and I so do, I do think it's interesting to see what Michigan State did this year. Like is is Mark d'Antonio's run kind of coming to an end?
0: I think he lost it. I really do. Yeah. I think they figured out what well, I mean, they were still pretty good defensively, right? But they've just been so inept offensively that yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and I wonder <laughs> if how much the defense is actually good and how much it is they just kind of focus the whole game on limiting possessions and limiting scoring opportunities yeah. for the other team and that type of thing. I mean, if you got into, into any sort of – high-paced game at all. I don't know how well their defense holds up. I just I don't know that he's got it anymore. Yeah. I think he
1: <clears throat> he did what he
0: could at Michigan State. Well, I mean, they made a playoff, right? I mean, yeah. That's that's max it out there. Yep. That's probably more than maxing out there. That's probably about 115% of what you can do at Michigan State.
1: I honestly thought I wouldn't have been surprised going into this off season. I think he said otherwise now, but if if he would have retired coming into this I mean, off season,
0: I I don't think he wants to go out like this. But I don't think it's getting any better.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's no upside on this. They they were beating Illinois twenty eight to three. Let me just throw that out there, and lost. So <laughs> it's not great. I think the loss of Narduzzi has
0: kind of slowly shown itself. Um, yeah. I think he was a big part of what they did there, whether it be not just on defense but recruiting and everything as well. Uh, I think he was a lot of what um, of what Michigan State did well. Yeah. All right. What uh, do you want to start with the bowl games and go to the playoff? Finish up with the
1: playoff. You want to go like in chronological order of these bowls? Yeah, yeah. Let's do let's do the bowl games. Skip the playoff because I know. Uh, scheduling-wise. They're kind of in the middle of some of them. and then We'll do the playoff um, at the very end. Let's end on a high note. Let's do okay.
0: that. So, if you have anything interesting about any of these games, feel free to throw it at me. If not, we're going to go through and do a pick em for all of them, and then we'll get some analysis and stuff. Oh, there was one thing that I wanted to get to before we got to this. Oh. Have there it. been any of the coaching, hiring, and firings that have been interesting to you so far?
1: Um, I i I don't know how you feel, but I love Norvell down at Florida State, so I think
0: it's a good hire, but I just it's not exciting the way I wanted right I mean, you know I wanted Kiffin <laughs> yeah. so badly, which and also
1: interesting hired Ole miss
0: I love it i mean i i uh, so they've they i wanted kiffin or Mike leach. Either one of those guys, I would have been thrilled to death with at Florida State. Now, Norvell is probably a better hire. I acknowledge that. Yes. But it's less fun for me.
1: <laughs> That's fair. That's like, fair.
0: Lane Kiffin press conferences would have been in appointment television after games on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. And, and also... Because nobody was paying attention to him at FAU, but every once in a while, like, a quote would get out there, and you're like, I just love this guy. Um, But also, like, okay, is is Norvell going to take Florida State to national championships? Probably not. They'll be good, I bet. They'll be, you know, 9 and 10 wins, I'm guessing, because the ACC is trash. Yeah, that's not great. You can sleepwalk to 10 wins if your team isn't, like, mutinying against Willie Taggart. Um, <laughs> but if you're not going to win national championships, like, I'll trade 9 and 10 wins for, like, 7 and 8 wins if I get Lane Kiffin press conferences. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, yeah. make, that, I'll make that trade.
1: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> when he's
0: calling out refs and... Yeah, or he's tweeting three blind mice, like, gifts of refs and stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm in on that. Like, I'm good. Dude, the best part is he... The best part is, is he, like, uh, he'll, he'll at all the people that he gets mad at. Yeah. like he, he he hits them in the mentions. Like, I love it.
1: Throws it out there. Yeah, I love he it. Like so called I think... out,
0: he called out Saban the other day and, like, added Alabama football or whatever. Like, it's the best. I love Kiffin.
1: Did he forget that he has to play them now? Dude, he doesn't he care. Might, he might want to slow that down.
0: Dude, I heard this. I heard. I read this like story that Kiffin and Saban are like obsessed with each other. Really? Like they have like this weird, like sort it's of yin yang, man. Like, it is, but there's like I can't tell if it's like a hatred. It's the, like it's not a hatred. It's like a it's, like an unhealthy obsession, though. And I like I, I, I kind of just love it. Like I I just want. <laughs> I'm just glad Kiffin is in my life in a real way again at like the major college football level level.
1: Yeah. So I, I like Norvell down at Florida State. It's uh, a good hire. Just, it's not a just looking at what he did at Memphis, what Memphis was before Nor- Norvell, what they were the last five to six years. I think Florida State recruits for itself. So if you can get a guy in there that can coach really well, yeah. I I don't know. I think I think he can work. I Let's,
0: obviously again, it's a good hire. It's not a fun hire, but it's a good hire.
1: Yeah. Obviously, the the Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss hire is going to be a blast. It's like, phenomenal. Just, it's just going to be so much fun. Um, I'm actually, I'm also really intrigued. Uh, that might be an overstatement. I'm interested to see what Greg Schiano can do at Rutgers again. I just, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm bemused. Yes, I think it's just it's good for the conference if Rutgers isn't just the absolute. <laughs> trash dumpster fire that they've been since they've joined the big 10 just so a, yeah as long if they're not like a flaming diaper like that helps I, yes just please i i need no more 60 point spreads from runners, <laughs> okay I just let's try and keep those spreads to like five touchdowns see what we can do yeah honestly i think the biggest coaching news maybe the most surprising I, I think i kind of understand it now but is clay Hel- helton staying at usc
0: dude i still don't understand i don't know why i don't i, I get
1: it why does he have maybe, a job no so this is what it is they know that they can't get urban meyer this year why urban once maybe they had they started conversations with him. urban needs another year or maybe they're they're looking at uh you know chris peterson just retired Maybe they're looking. I, See I that's Chris what, Peterson when Chris had, Peterson stepped amazing. down.
0: I was like, oh, yeah. I was I like, Bye, Clay. which was a big shock. Yeah. Dude, um, what happened with that guy? I mean, I still think Clay Helton should have been fired like three times by now. Um, your USC—it's the best resources with the lowest expectations in the country. Like that is the yeah. best job. Yeah, it's it's Texas without the expectations. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, and Lynn Swan just bailed, dude. I don't know what was up with that. Like, it's because he was not qualified for that job whatsoever. <laughs> He's like, I've been a sideline reporter my whole life. What am I doing
0: here? <laughs> yeah, he just, it's, I'm out. I'm it's out. like I get that I have a master's, but I've literally been just doing sideline and injury reports for twenty years. What's happening? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I don't understand the Clay Helton thing. Like, unless they've got some prearranged thing with. Chris Peterson or Urban Meyer or somebody. That's my guess. I'm, but, I, They have to have something. I don't know. It, it's it's a terrible – Clay Helton's not good enough for that job. That's all I'm saying. Um, no. What did you think – I don't even know his name. What did you think about that weird Arkansas hire where they, like, had a search and then they didn't oh. get Kiffin, so they, like, gave up and hired an offensive
1: line coach.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was like – Nobody knows his name. I know. So And he I, looks – Man, he—you know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of like if if Billy Bob from Varsity Blues had because he's like crying at his press conference and blubbering. <laughs> and <he's laughs>
1: Dude, it is this is the greatest day of his life. He's like, I don't know how I ended up here. He's like, I did. I don't. I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. However, though, I will say this: he just hired Barry Odom as his defensive coordinator, the guy and that that's just got a, fired from Missouri from. From Missouri, yeah. who's a trash head coach, but I mean, he did get fired for going six and six. So, um, but he's a great defensive coordinator. So, Who did Missouri end up hiring him? They hired anybody yet? Yeah, they hired uh, Eli Drinkwitz from Appalachian State. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's a good hire. And their AD at the press—did you see this? Uh-huh. their AD at the press conference said their goal is to win the Sun Belt Conference. <laughs> I
0: bet they can.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so phenomenal. I, like ADs, that. I see stuff like that in Lynn Swan and I think I should start applying. You know, like I <laughs> should. If you had played if you had played major college football somewhere, you'd be good to go. I yes. Yeah. So I there's there's a couple confusing I think most of the hires that have happened so far are are very interesting, except for Arkansas. I they're gonna that's gonna be so
0: that's gonna be so bad <laughs> Arkansas is <laughs> a bad job though that's a bad job I know but do you remember how how
1: good it was
0: listen it was never <laughs> a good job they had done they some people had done well there but it's not a good job like I get Petrino did well there got to like the sugar bowl Houston nut did okay there for a while but like that's a really hard job
1: that's fair. You're, yeah, you're in a tough division, tough conference.
0: You're the least prestigious, least attractive school in one of the toughest divisions in the country. Like, that's just not going your way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, any other coaching hires or anything you wanted to hit on?
1: No, nope, I can't think of any other ones. Yeah, I can't either. I was, uh, I was trying to run through the Big Ten, but... Nobody knew in the Big Ten, right? Just just uh just yawning. Yeah.
0: So yeah.
1: I thought PJ Fleck might jump this year. But he yeah. signed a five hundred year contract to Dude, that's smart sure. on his part because I don't know that
0: he can sustain this, so you gotta get that buyout money up as long as high as possible.
1: Yeah. Also, when you when you look at their schedule. Oh, it was the I mean
0: they were like a schedule nine and oh, really? Oh, I mean, yes,
1: or Until a schedule that... eight
0: and oh, and then they beat Penn State, which was a good win. And then they lost to what Iowa and Wisconsin, yeah, you lost to Iowa, got boat raced by
1: Wisconsin, which we could have seen coming, yes. Also, no pun intended with the boat race, but oh, I see what you did there,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you would think with all that rowing, they'd be better at boat races, but they weren't.
1: Yeah, no, sure weren't. <laughs> sure weren't. Yeah, going into that Penn State game, their best win going into that game was Illinois.
0: Yeah, which, no offense,
1: but, you know. None taken. <laughs> None taken. At all. So, I do think, um, I think you got a couple coaches going on the hot seat going into next year. Who was Who's that? That need to win. Um, I think Harbaugh's on a hot seat. What, if we see what happens in this bowl game against Alabama, like, that's a, that's a need to win reputation-wise for Harbaugh. He can't beat saying, Ohio State. I thought he was
0: kind of getting on the hot
1: seat this year. He
0: finished pretty well until the loss to Ohio State, but they did not start the season great.
1: No, they did not start good. That overtime win against Army – was just a, an abysmal start to the season, um, and then not not even competing against Ohio State. No, you know Which they like, haven't I know. a
0: lot of the. Time, I mean, a lot of his losses against Ohio State are not close.
1: No, and and you know people. I was listening to uh, get up the the morning after the game. And, uh, you know, Jalen Rose is on there talking. He's like, we just got to admit, you know, like we're in a different class in Ohio State athletically right now. And like, we just can't hold them to that. And and I'm thinking like, yes, that's that's true. But even the year that Ohio State won the national championship and Brady Hoke was the coach at Michigan and they sucked, like they still competed. Yeah. like the games were still close. And he's not even doing that. I know they had that that loss a couple of years ago, but Ohio
0: State's in harbaugh's head i think i mean there's i think there's a a mental component there with the head coach
1: yeah so he he can't beat ohio state and he he beats up on the rest of the big 10 which you know whatever and he
0: was supposed to be better than ohio state this year this was the year he was supposed to be better
1: yeah it was there's the urban myers gone like when they got a transfer back in that they didn't yep you know, now I don't think anybody expected Justin Fields to do what he did. No, I didn't, and I in didn't sure think Ryan Day much. to be this good either. No. So now you've got a game against Alabama. It's a it's a marquee game, but Alabama with their backup quarterback. Uh, does Alabama really their first time not in the playoff?
0: Like, yeah, Al- Alabama does not give. It, it has zero F's to give about that game.
1: Do, do they care about the Citrus Bowl? Like, what is this no. to them? They no. Might as well be going to Detroit, the Motor City Bowl. <laughs> you know, like. So you got a backup quarterback, a team that probably doesn't care about this bowl. Like, he needs this win. He does. He he has to. He needs it. Um, and then I, I think D'Antonio coming into next year. I mean, if they have another six and six, five and seven year, they. I don't think he'd ever get fired but I think there would be like a hey hey
0: we we highly encourage you to uh, retire.
1: Yeah. He gets the Bobby yeah. Bowden. How about uh Jeff Braum? If Jeff Brom has another I don't Man, think, I, another I don't, I don't know. They, they love either him. but I know but they they were not good this year. They were, he threw the def- they fired the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um threw him under the bus so yeah, I don't know. And honestly personally, I don't think Lovey's seat is not warm right now. So next year is the supposed Bulls to be,
0: buy him anything?
1: It it does. Um it buys him next year. And okay. so on paper, next year, this should be the best team Illinois has had in a decade. Ten years, yeah.
0: Since the yeah. Bowl team.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. So um they're, they're a, a, an old team. They've got talent across the board. Pretty much, they return, I think they return like 16 starters. And most of them are key starters. Almost all of them are key starters. So we have a super easy schedule. I mean, most people are trying to pencil in at least seven wins next year. So next year is the year that is built for us. So if he comes out and we go five and seven... I think that's that could be it. That could be it. Not where, that that's what,
0: I but where on from an outsider's perspective, how do you feel about Frost and his job security?
1: Um, i I don't think he's I don't think his seat is warm at all. I don't uh, know. Nor do I think it I, should be. I mean, let me let me. Obviously, anything can happen. They come out. They go. Five and seven, four and eight, and they get blown out a bunch. Then I, you know, obviously, yeah. But I think expectations were maybe amped up a little too much. People got really excited, um, yeah. Which you know, fair. I, when Lovey Smith got hired at Illinois, people were like, "Oh, we're about to win every recruiting battle in Chicago for the next ten years," you know. <laughs> And sometimes it, you just got to like look in the mirror and say, oh, wow, we may have jumped the ship a little bit. And yeah. now four years in, it's like, OK, now I see the process and maybe what we were building too. And uh, like rebuilding a culture is difficult. Like it's sure. really hard. And especially coming up like my Riley was a great guy, but I don't think he hmm. built he I think he, he probably and you'd have to correct me, but this from the outside looking in, I think he had a good culture, like a family culture within the team. But I don't think he had any sort of culture of like, hey, this is how we win.
0: Yeah, I think it was like com- I think it was a friendly culture. I don't think it was a competitive atmosphere winning culture. And yeah. I think between so coming off of Polini, where it was like f everybody outside of the locker room like us against the world they basically gave those kids stockholm syndrome to (laughs) mike riley who it's like man let's just have fun and be friends and i'm just grandpa mike and let's just hang out and sip the hot cocoa by the fire and you know every once in a while we'll play some football games and see what happens um I think going that's not between, That's not a winning strategy. It is not, as we found out literally his entire career. <laughs> um, so I think there was a lot more damage done over the last two regimes than people realized. And that was... That's where you have to start, right? I like think, That's where you yeah. have to start rebuilding.
1: I think one of the hardest things in sports is... Is like reshifting the psyche of a team or of an athlete. Yeah. Once you start losing, you almost you expect to lose. Yeah. And so when you get into crunch time, when you get late in games, when you watch that Iowa game at the end of the year, um, I I think there's just there's, there's no, a lot of there's a lot of tight sphincters on that sideline. Yes. And so I I think that'll change. I think.
0: Colorado game was the same way. Yep. Uh, I I mean, there's been several games over the last two years that they basically had no business losing.
1: Yeah. I mean, they pulled it out against Illinois, so. Just barely. That's our culture win. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's the brick in the foundation. So I I don't think think that's for Brick by brick, day by day. There it is. I think he's a winner, and I think he will win. I, I think it takes time, though. Yeah, for sure.
0: All so right, let's get to let's get to some of these bowl games. And uh, if I'm going out of order for you, stop me. I'm, I think I'm going in chronological, though. Okay, right. that's what I
1: got. Let's do it. All right, so All I've got 637 bowl games. Let's make right it happen.
0: here in a row. If you have analysis, let me know. If you don't, we're just making picks. Gotcha. All right. First off, we've got Buffalo... And Charlotte, Buffalo is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You don't have to pick against the spread. It's just straight up, but I'm just giving you sure. the lines for for reference.
1: Okay, sounds good. I'm going Buffalo.
0: Yeah, me too. All right, we've got Utah State and Kent State. Utah State's minus seven.
1: Um. Okay, so th- I do have something for this game. Let's hear uh, it. Both teams in this game, I think it's the only bowl game that is the case, both teams in this game allow more points per game than they score.
0: That's phenomenal. <laughs>
1: it's, it's not they ideal.
0: Both, <laughs> they, both, they both have winning records.
1: Yeah, I don't know how that happens. but I'm yeah.
0: guessing their non-con was a bunch of power five teams and they just got boat raced.
1: There, there you go. That's I
0: got Utah guess. State in this one. I do too, Utah State. Okay. All right. Going up next, we have Central Michigan and San Diego State. And uh, San Diego State is a minus three and a half.
1: Yeah, San Diego State's got a phenomenal defense. I think they give up 13 points a game, which is pretty good. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Central Michigan in this one.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm taking San Diego State. Here we go. It's our first, and that's in the New Mexico Bowl. Yes. Should I say the ball game? You want to know ball games? Yeah,
1: because some of these names are phenomenal. All right. So, it's so good.
0: FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Yes. Perfect. Uh, we've got Liberty versus Georgia Southern. Two teams I did not realize were no longer in the FCS.
1: <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> Something else you didn't know is that Georgia Southern has more wins over ranked teams than Alabama. <laughs> so a one? Yes, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Georgia yeah. Southern is a five point favorite.
1: Uh I got Liberty in this one.
0: I'm going with Georgia Southern. Uh who's is, is Hugh Freeze coaching Liberty still? Yeah. Is he still coaching from the press box? Uh, I don't know. Somebody didn't check you? his somebody check his cell phone number, and make sure he's not calling hookers anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Hugh Freeze, did you hear this story earlier
0: this year? He, yeah, he was coaching he from like, the press box because he was he was in on a like a hospital bed. He was on like a gurney. Yeah. And I was like it happen, dude. I was like, bruh. You're uh, you're coaching at Liberty, man. Maybe maybe it's not that serious. Just chill,
1: just chill. <laughs> hey, I will say this: Liberty's probably got the best quarterback that you haven't watched this year. And Stephen Calvert, thirty-four hundred yards passing, twenty-six touchdowns, five interceptions, nine yards of completion. Dude's a baller. I'm Calvert, glad. where did he
0: transfer from? Did he transfer from somewhere?
1: Uh, I don't have that information in front of me, Ravi.
0: We're gonna look it up because I think that name sounds familiar, and it's we'll certainly. Know. It's certainly not because I watch Liberty football. (laughs) Liberty, though, with two fairly high-profile back-to-back head coaches in uh, in uh, it was Turner Gill right before this. Was it really? Yeah, I believe so.
1: What I thought he was at? Who went? He then went to Kansas.
0: No, he was at Buffalo and then Kansas and then Liberty. Oh, yeah. So this is telling me that Stephen Cal- Calvert is not going to play. It says he is out.
1: Well, then he's for sure going to be the best quarterback you've never watched. Oh uh, no!
0: Hold on. This was that might have been. Oh, that was for their last game. Never mind.
1: Uh, no, he's four seasons at Liberty. So, oh, maybe I don't know. He's got a phenomenal Amish beard as I well. I was just to say he's got about the worst beard Josh. I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> um, all
1: but right. I'm sure
0: I'm he's pretty, a great guy. I'm pretty, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's playing for Hugh Freeze. Uh, who knows? Um, I, I've i got Georgia Southern. I believe they run a triple option, which I have a soft spot in my heart for. So there you go. Georgia Southern is my pick. There you go. Let's All go. right. We've got the, hold on, Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. Yes. The, SMU. the
1: most fun game of SMU the year. SMU versus practice.
0: Florida Atlantic yeah so as the, these are two 10 win teams. this game would be way more fun if the if uh, Florida Atlantic wasn't losing Kiffin and he was actually yes. there to coach this game, yeah that would be way more fun. but the uh I do I have a weird obsession with SMU because of the whole death penalty thing and I yes. just want them to be Pony good again. Pony
1: Access is the greatest 30 oh, for 30.
0: Oh, that's the best 30 for 30. I the love that one, one so much. Um, if you haven't seen that, go watch Pony Access. It's incredible. So good. But they're at 10 wins. They've got Sonny Dykes, former Cal head coach. He's the doing the offensive genius thing down there. Shane Bouchelle. I think he was a transfer from somewhere. somewhere. Texas. That's what I thought. Texas, yeah. Um, so he was a Texas quarterback before Ellinger came in. Uh who do you have there? It's SMU minus 3.
1: Yes, and this is a home game for FAU. I don't know if you noticed that. It's at it FAU it's at, Stadium, it's at FAU Football Stadium in Boca Raton. Boca Raton. I got SMU though.
0: I do too. I think the losing kiffin is uh it's harsh. It's yeah. a big it's a big hurdle. Yep. Um all right. In the Camellia Bowl, we've got Florida International against
1: Arkansas State. Yes. And as the of the time recording this podcast, you can go see this game for $9. <laughs> it's the this lowest ticket price I could find in all of the bowl games. So if you're, if you're in <laughs> Montgomery, Alabama listening to this, head on over and watch Arkansas State beat Florida International. So I uh,
0: this is my Arkansas State story. Their head coach, whose name escapes me right now, um, is the guy who's... Uh, wife died right before the season from breast yes. cancer. Um So I'm rooting for Arkansas State. I'm pulling for them. Um, so I'm going to Arkansas State here. All right.
1: Next up, we've got the Blake. Mits- Blake Anderson is what you're. Blake Anderson. For that's right.
0: Yeah, I want to give him his props because absolutely. I did a pod- yeah. I did part of a podcast on him earlier this year. Yeah. Um, in the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, of course. Great matchup here. Great matchup. It's an interesting matchup because, as we said, with it's Boise State and Washington. Obviously, Boise State's really, really good this year. But Washington, they're coming off of kind of a disappointing year. A lot of people had them possibly getting pegged for a possible playoff spot. And yeah. they, Chris Peterson is stepping down. So is he going to coach this game? Do
1: we know? I, I think he is coaching this game. Which is interesting because Boise State's where he started.
0: It is. It's very interesting. That,
1: that fun run with Boise State and beating Oklahoma and
0: that's one of my favorite football games of all time. I had no rooting interest in it whatsoever. Oh, it was a blast! That was one of my favorite football games of all time. Like to the point, I remember where I was watching that football game.
1: Yeah. Um. Me too. And it's it's in because Jacob Eason coming into this season, man, he was supposed to be like a top ten pick, right?
0: Um, he was it, – it, well, it was weird because he had fair. he has all the talent in the world. He's one of the Georgia transfers. Um, Jacob Fromm beat him out. And so Eason is one of those guys with, like, all the talent in the world but doesn't always put it all together, whereas Fromm is, like, kind of a limited talented talent guy but always does the right thing basically. Yeah. um, So between him, you had Fromm, Jacob Eason, and Justin Fields all – at Georgia over the past three years. Um, Them and Ohio State kind of have the uh, run on quarterbacks there. But um, so Jacob Eason, you've got – he did – he had a pretty good season, but I don't think he he is what people expected him to be. Uh, Washington is a minus three-and-a-half point favorite in this game.
1: Yes, which I'm assuming it's going to be a close game because neither team lost by more than 11 points in a game this year. So, they they kept them all close. I, I really mean, Boise liked, State only lost once. So, yes, yeah. So I I really like Boise. Um, I, I liked them since they started the year against Florida State in the famous "We weren't hydrated enough" game. Yeah, man, Tiger they choked that out. one
0: hard. Yeah, yeah, they um, were. They came out of the gates and smoked Boise.
1: Yes. I just love the idea that a team from Boise, Idaho, was better hydrated to play in Florida than Florida State was. Willie Taggart's a bad football coach. My <laughs> bad, so, bad football coach. I got. I'm, I'm taking Boise State
0: in this one. That's how you get fired. 19 games in. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Boise State as well. I just like. Uh, I just like Boise State. Yep. All right. Coming up next, we have the R.L. Carriers New Orleans Bowl. UAB versus Appalachian State. Come on,
1: I'm going Appalachian State. This even is one if, of the
0: bigger spreads, 17-point favor, Appalachian State.
1: Yes. Uh, when I when I started writing my notes, this was the biggest spread, but it looks like another game was caught up. But um, even though they, they lost their coach as well, just got hired at Missouri, uh, the guy that is replacing him has been on the staff for a while. He's alumni for Appalachian State, and so I think it could be pretty seamless. Is it Armani Edwards? I wish. but it is the
0: only (laughs) Appalachian state guy i can name because he was the quarterback that beat michigan that's the only guy
1: yeah no it's not him
0: he got a sniff in the nfl as a wide receiver for a little bit but uh all right i've got Appalachian state as well i'm not going against the 17 point favorite uh ucf and marshall in the bad boy mowers gasparilla bowl Yes, the old (laughs) BVMGB. Come on, this is the. I think that's the leader in the clubhouse for uh, best name so far.
1: Yes, it's my yeah. I
0: love it. US UCF is a seventeen-point favorite.
1: Yeah, UCF is interesting this year because they have three losses, but their three losses are by a total of seven points. So they're like that close. To...
0: They were a touchdown total away from being undefeated. Yes, which is crazy. Um, and is gonna... this is this Heiple? Is he there? Is that the coach? Uh, Josh Heiple.
1: Yes, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is because he he was on my short list when Levy was struggling. That's um, right. Yeah. Uh, then and on the flip side, you weren't sure
0: you could get him. I thought he was better than us. He might be still. Well. Well,
1: yeah. I gotta maybe. say
0: though, he doesn't. He hasn't aged well. Have you seen pictures of him? I have not. Just Google. Just Google Josh Josh Heupel. The years have not been kind.
1: Okay, I know he spells his name weird, but I think I got it. They won't even give me an image. That's not a good sign. <laughs> oh, <laughs> woof, dude.
0: A... UCF, your head football coach. Woof.
1: Woof it just all went to the neck, dude. Okay, so you've um, got like a real Jabba neck going on so, there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pretend I understand that reference. So, um, you've seen you've seen some of the Star Wars, right? I told you I fell
0: asleep. All uh, right, Jabba the Hutt, you don't the big fat slimy guy?
1: No, nothing. All right, cool. I uh <laughs> I, sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> um Okay, back to the game, though. You got UCF versus Marshall. On the flip side, Marshall, the defending BBMGB champs, last year they won this game. Um, their head coach is Doc Holliday. Uh, he's undefeated in bowl games. That's six, a, that's a six strange stat. 6-0 and o in bowl games. Um, but I'm going to go UCF in this one.
0: Yeah, that's another 17-point favorite there. I'm not, uh, I'm not going against that there. Um, UCF for me as well. So we've got... well, this isn't super fair. Hawaii playing a home game against BYU. Come on. But I will say this. SoFi Hawaii Bowl.
1: Yeah. SoFi has, you know, spammed me with ads so they can get rid of all my debt. I don't know if I believe it or not, but... (laughs) <laughs> Hawaii this year, because I saw it's a home game for Hawaii, I thought that's not really fair, and then I looked it up. Hawaii traveled 28,161 miles this season. How has Hawaii played 14 games?
0: Uh, My thing is listing them as nine and five. That's what mine's got too. That can't be possible. Um, why do they play so many games? Do they have like a – do they have like a like, – <laughs> Like a two-game championship, they did like like uh, soccer. They did the uh,
1: uh, the aggregate four. scoring. Four. Like what? game schedule: one, two, three, four, five, who? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, they, thirteen. They Boise State twice. It's the championship game. It's got to be right.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's right. Why did but they play still, fourteen games? You should only play. You should be fourteen after the bowl game if you played in a championship, right? Yes, you're only allowed to play twelve regular season.
1: I do. They have a bye week.
0: I don't know. I'm gonna Google. Why did Hawaii so play they, fourteen? They games.
1: Play, they played week zero against Arizona in a crazy, exciting game. Yes, but uh, yeah, then they have a they have a bye week after Nevada.
0: Dude, this is. If you hold can on. Find... I might have a the Hawaii exemption, week zero and the 2019. Hold on, we're going to find something out. Okay. Everybody's some... waiting with bated breath. I'm sure they are.
1: All right. You might want to talk for a minute. I have to read. <laughs> okay, you read. I'll I'll continue the style saying Hawaii's traveled 28,161 miles in 2019, down 10,000 miles from 2018. <laughs> Compare that with Georgia that only traveled 1,500 miles this season. So Hawaii ended up traveling 26,000 miles more than Georgia. So I think they've earned this home game. Oh. They've earned it. So there's
0: a Hawaii exemption is what the, it's commonly referred to.
1: That forces the N- them to play another game?
0: No, in the NCAA bylaws, because they travel so much, it allows them to play an extra game to offset the costs. So like oh. they make more money from the extra game to offset the extra travel costs. And you're allowed to if you are Hawaii if you're located in Hawaii or if you play a game in Hawaii or Alaska, but that's not an issue here. You can add a thirteenth game, so Army added a thirteenth game as well in really? two thousand three, but the uh let's see seven opponents that traveled to Hawaii this season declined to add a thirteenth game
1: right yeah, That's
0: so you can do it if you need games. to add that you can do it if you need to add revenue if you can add you can add a home game basically. I'm glad I'm we get... did that.
1: Yeah. Now we know. I'm glad you caught that. I never even I was just looking at nine and five. I was like, that's too many. Dude <laughs> when you, too many football games. you see it, when you pull up their full regular season schedule, that's a lot of games. It looks like a honestly, it looks
0: like an NFL schedule. I'm like, what's going on here? That's All a right. lot. I, I gotta get back to my I gotta get back to my bowls. Gosh. I was I did some Googling. Some
1: Googling, some some Dude, that's Googling. what that's what your second tab is for no
0: I yeah I know it's my bad yeah anyways I I got, uh, I got too excited about the about the 14 games I, I I overdid it
1: I uh I love Cole McDonald who's the Hawaii quarterback I've watched yep. him twice this year he's the James Winston of college football um I don't sure. know
0: what I don't know what that means
1: that means he's gonna throw for a million yards and a million touchdowns but also a million interceptions so
0: oh so like James Winston when he played college football also
1: uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> every pass is either a touchdown or an interception. Just take yeah. that. Love it. And uh, so I'm going Hawaii here. I'm going with with the uh, hometown cooking. BYU is
0: a one-and-a-half point favorite, and I'm going to go with BYU here. Good. All right. Next up, we have the walk-ons Independence Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louisiana Tech. And Miami—that's gotta you. be a joke. The walk-ons—it's not. Bowl. It's the walk-ons Independence Bowl. I'm not kidding.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. I, okay. So Louisiana Tech is nine and three this year. Yeah. Uh, they and beat
0: Miami's bad.
1: Yeah, Miami's bad. But so Louisiana Tech nine and three—they beat one team that finished with an above five hundred record.
0: Yeah, Miami lost to FIU though.
1: That's the big question. Does Miami even want to be here?
0: I do not think they do.
1: Where is this game even played?
0: Shreveport, Louisiana. So it's kind of a home game for Louisiana Tech. Yeah.
1: Um, Miami is a six-point favorite. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going. There's. So if there is like a little unspoken rivalry that Illinois has, it's with Miami right now. Why? So we we recruited a few of the same players, and one of them committed to. Uh, told the Illinois coaches he was going to transfer and come to Illinois, and then uh, what's his what's their what's their coach's name? Uh, Manny Diaz. Yeah, and the player ended up going to Miami, and so Manny like retweeted and tweeted a bunch of like stuff towards Illinois football, and people got pissed. So there's a little unspoken rivalry between Illinois and Manny Diaz. So a little beef. Little little beef, bro. Um, but uh, I'm going to go – I still got Miami.
0: I'm going Louisiana Tech.
1: Yeah, I I didn't feel good about picking Miami, but um,
0: – Oh, I found a new – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I just – no, you go ahead. I was going to say I found a new low-dollar football game.
1: Oh, did you? Lower than $9? Yeah.
0: Yes. Coming up next, because you're going Miami, I'm going Louisiana Tech on the uh, Walk-Ons Independence Bowl – Quick Lane Bowl, Pittsburgh, Eastern Michigan. Pittsburgh's an 11-point favorite. You can get these tickets as low as $6.
1: Shut <laughs> up.
0: Yes. But, but you have to go to Detroit.
1: <laughs> but, you have, no, but they pay you to go to Detroit. So really, that's I think true. You might out come on out top. on
0: top there. Yeah. Yeah. But you will get mugged immediately.
1: Okay, this this has changed because Illinois had projections going to Detroit and tickets were not $6. I can tell you that right now. Um, Yeah, dude, Pittsburgh's going to roll in this game. All right, I've got Pittsburgh as well.
0: All right, moving on. We've got the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman, and that is North Carolina against Temple, the Fighting Mac Browns. And North Carolina is a five-point favorite. The Fighting
1: Mac Browns. Uh, You skipped a game, so I'm gonna make sure you come back after this. Um, The Cheez It Bowl, but we'll we'll do this one first. Um, Where the Cheez It Bowl go? It's. uh, Is it on Friday?
0: It's yeah. I've got that listed later. Mine are in like time order on the day. And this one starts at eleven, so I got. the ball uh,
1: You know cover. what? Mine, mine flipped around because I've got Air Force listed as a favorite, so it must have brought it, brought it up to oh, the top. Get out okay.
0: of here! Air Force is a favorite.
1: Yeah, I can see the stadium from my back porch. Okay. Um, I got literally nothing interesting about this game. So, Mac Brown back in North Carolina. How about that? Let's do it. Go, <laughs> go, Mac Brown!
0: North Carolina wins this game. I'm gonna go Temple just for giggles let's do it i have no strong feelings about this whatsoever <laughs> um, the new era pinstripe bowl we've got michigan state against wake forest michigan state is a five point favorite
1: yeah michigan state sneaks in two late wins against rutgers and maryland wake forest lost three of four um nobody's excited about this game (laughs) dude wake forest started hot this year though they did they did uh i'm i'm going wake forest i am too i mostly just hate michigan state (laughs) fair
0: i felt like everybody should have gotten fired up there because they had like the larry nasser thing and like a rape scandal at the same time everybody should have got fired Yeah, they had a rape scandal almost as bad as Baylor's, and plus they had the Larry Nasser thing going on. And I was like, "How does anyone at that school have a job still?" Just
1: anyone. I just remember, I remember a press conference when it was all coming out, and Tom Izzo getting mad that someone asked him a question about it. I'm like, "Did you?" Well, and like there was, and it it wasn't out of line because
0: there were tie-ins to the basketball team there. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't remember what they were specifically, but it was absurd that he got mad about it. But anyway. Um, So yeah, I've hated Michigan State ever since, and I hope they lose everything ever. Um, All right, next up, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. It's a between Oklahoma State and Texas A and M. Texas A and M is a seven point favorite. Yes, a little bit of a home game in well, almost a home game in Houston.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know why they're favored by so much.
0: I don't either. Oklahoma like State's
1: looking, better, right? Yeah. Well, I'm looking through everything, and I. Yeah, I couldn't figure. I mean, Oklahoma State's defense is bad, and it's a home game for Texas A&M, basically. So that
0: kind of. But nobody. I mean, people in Houston don't care that much about Texas A&M.
1: No, and Oklahoma State isn't like it's not that far. Yeah, if they want to travel. So I I have Oklahoma State here. I think this could be a really fun game. Yes, um, but I'm I'm taking OSU.
0: I am, too, also because Jimbo Fisher is a
1: tool. Yeah, screw that guy. So,
0: all right, we're starting to get into some better bowls here. Uh, We've got the San Diego Credit Union Holiday Bowl (laughs) with USC and Iowa. I think this is our first matchup of ranked teams. And Uh, uh, Iowa is favored by one and a half against the... I've got nine lives, Clay Hilton.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got I I got Iowa in this one. I think they're rolling.
0: Yeah, I do too. Just because I still don't know why Clay Helton has a job.
1: All right, moving on. Neither, neither does Clay Helton. To be he fair, though, he's like he I don't know why they hired me. The I place. just keep showing up until they tell me not to. I mean, I'll keep going to the office until the
0: paycheck stops coming.
1: You know um, see, it's crazy about uh, like Clay Helton sells so it. Do you remember how they fired Lane Kiffin?
0: No, he took over for Sarkeesian.
1: Oh, that's so, right. Say, same story, though. Do you remember how they fired Sarkeesian on the tarmac? Right. Yeah. Well, no. Lane
0: Kiffin was on the tarmac. Sarkeesian took a leave of absence because it came out that he was a drunk. Yeah. And then they then they fired him from the leave of absence. Uh, they didn't fire right. Sarkeesian on the tarmac.
1: That's right. I just remember. Okay,
0: Kiffin was the tarmac. It he like fired- got off the. Tar- they're like yeah. you got got off the team plane and they're like, "Don't get on the bus." And I was like, "Okay, sure," but this guy, yeah, Clay Helton, though, just can't do any wrong. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. We've got the Cheesehead Bowl, which you so rudely assumed I skipped. Never. Is... Um, <laughs> got Air Force against Washington State, the Fighting Mike Leeches. Air Force is favored by two and a half.
1: Yeah, this is a game, ideally, between two completely opposite styles of play.
0: Yeah, it's which is kind of fun.
1: It's it's a lot of fun, but I will also say Air Force can throw the ball this year. Raro. Yeah, Hammond, their their quarterback, he's got almost thirteen hundred yards passing, thirteen touchdowns, five interceptions that um, is
0: one fourth as many yards passing as Anthony Gordon.
1: Everybody has a fourth as many yards passing <laughs> as Anthony Gordon. That's I'm not close. true.
0: Joe Burrow's <laughs> in the neighborhood.
1: Okay, yeah, he's close. I got Air Force and I got Air Force big. I'm taking Washington State. I can't I know you love I Mike Leach. I can't go against
0: Mike the Leach. Dirty I, love pirate. Him. I love him too much. <laughs> I love him too much. I'll always I'll always pull for Mike Leach. All right. This next one is a little interesting. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Yes, we've got Memphis and Penn State. Penn State is a six and a half point favorite.
1: This this is interesting. Another case of can a team play without their coach? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming he's not coaching this game. He's not. He's not. Yeah, they already said. Um, it. And I haven't heard who's who's interim. But I haven't, uh, I haven't paid attention because
0: I don't care. You don't care. Um, I'm, Steal your I'm, coach and then we just leave you hanging out to dry. I don't care after that.
1: Good luck, fellas. Um, I'm going Penn State. I think that Minnesota game they played was a fluke. They played Ohio State closer than anyone else this year. Penn State. How much does
0: Penn State want to be there?
1: I, that is a fair question.
0: I'm going to go Memphis. Okay.
1: I'm Surprisingly, go to Memphis. tickets for this game, $14. Yeah, and that's
0: at AT&T Stadium. That's actually a pretty good venue. That's surprising. Yeah. Maybe we should go to Dallas.
1: Dude. I can't. I'm going to San Jose. A little brocation. Are you going to the Illinois game? Oh, you better believe it. Oh, gosh. I will tell you this, though. So Penn, Penn State, six-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> Uh, Over under at 60 and a half. I would would pound that under. You think so? Penn State gives up 14 points a game. They ain't seen Brady White before, homie. Brady White ain't got a coach, homie. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's fair. He doesn't. Um... (laughs) (laughs) And no rebuttal. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. The Camping World Bowl. Which I object so to good. on principle. Yeah. Can uh, we can we
1: just, take we just a break skip it? it? Camp <laughs> no, camping's stupid. Let's just camping is stupid. It's so I don't dumb. care what our stupid friend Josh says. Yeah. Camping's
0: so dumb. Also, Notre Dame's gonna win this game. Yeah, Notre Dame by a billion. Um, yeah. yeah, camping is really dumb. And and here's I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, but number one, we've basically fought all of human existence to not have to fight the elements and the animals anymore. And then these campers are just like, wait, let's go back. Let's do it. Why would we do that? It's like, oh, we have cars and everything now. Let's go back to a horse and buggy. Nobody's doing that. That's stupid.
1: Yeah. No, my big thing is it's 2019, almost 2020. I need need indoor plumbing.
0: I need indoor plumbing. I need climate control. I'm used to a certain level of comfort. And... Listen, if I wanted to pretend like I'd be homeless, I wouldn't go to work every day? That's (laughs) right. Also, low-key, and by low-key, I mean my number one objection, is campgrounds are like a serial killer's paradise. Yes. Because you basically have secluded areas with tons of, like, wooded areas, okay? You just pick somebody off on the perimeter— who is protected by a sixteenth of an inch of nylon? <laughs> okay, you drag them out to the woods. They're dead. Nobody ever finds them. Nobody ever knows they're gone. And this yeah. place is accessible to anyone who has seven dollars to get into a state park.
1: Yeah, I've seen enough
0: Dateline. Like, no, thank you. I will I stay away from. I will stay away from Disney World for serial killers, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah. I just uh, I, I told you this the other day. Uh, only a specific type of person loves to pretend to be a refugee every now and again. Yeah, stupid, stupid white people, man.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people's ex-wives. I don't know what
1: to tell some you.
0: Uh, (laughs) all right so the other two games on that day are the playoffs so we're going to skip those for now we'll get to them okay And we'll come back Um, all right so we're on to the serve pro first responder bowl and this is western kentucky versus western michigan it's the battle of the westerns yes so this will tell you who is the best western if you will
1: the best western of the Midwest. <laughs> Let's bring it. Also, ironically, I believe last year the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl was canceled because of weather. So,
0: <laughs> I feel like there's some irony there. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, western uh, Kentucky is favored by three and a half.
1: Yeah, I got Western Kentucky.
0: Yeah, so do I. Moving on, we've got the Franklin American Mortgage Mug- Music City Bowl. This is our second mortgage bowl. Yeah, taking over. All right, this game is Miss- also super fun. Got Mississippi State against Louisville. Mississippi State is a four-point favorite.
1: Yeah, I got Mississippi State. Who's the head four.
0: coach of Mississippi State now?
1: Uh, it's Moorhead. Jim Jim Moorhead? He was the Penn State offensive Joe coordinator Moorhead. last year. Joe, Joe Moorhead.
0: Yeah. That's the yeah, game. Yeah. And then Louisville, is it Petrino again, or did he get fired already?
1: No, he's, he is he's not still- there. He went back, though, didn't he? <laughs> he did go back, and he got fired. And he got fired? Yes. So
0: who's the head coach of Louisville now? Are you Googling? I am. I should come prepared with these things, but I just Scott. have question.
1: <laughs> Scott Satterfield.
0: Scott Satterfield. Where was he? He
1: um, – That name let, sounds familiar. Let me tell you where he was. Scott Satterfield. Just a hot second.
0: I feel like I should be able to come up with it, but it's not. It's not occurring to me.
1: Was he a quarterback? I don't know. He previously served as the head football coach at Appalachian State.
0: Oh, so he was the guy right before the the
1: last guy that got picked off. And he was the yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was at Appalachian State for six
0: years. Okay, that's why I know the name. Okay. Uh yeah, I've got, you know, I'm gonna go Louisville. Yeah, I'm gonna go Louisville. You do that. Uh don't patronize me. I'm,
1: I'm not. <laughs> I think that's a great pick.
0: Um, all right. This is your favorite, the Red Box Bowl. I'll be there. California against Illinois at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. Cal is a seven-point favorite.
1: Yes. So It all depends, like we said earlier, it all depends on if Illinois' injured guys are back. But I'm taking Illinois.
0: You know, for your sake, I'll take Illinois as well.
1: You don't have to do that, but I appreciate it. I'm going to, just because I love you. Um,
0: All right. The Capital One Orange Bowl. We've got Florida against Virginia. Florida's a 14-point favorite. That number is not possibly high enough. (laughs) after after watching that Clemson Virginia game (laughs) well I was like 29 point favorite that seems high
1: no (laughs) no no not at all (laughs) not at all that's funny you said that because I wrote Florida in all capital letters with take the points
0: (laughs) Uh, tickets to this game 74 dollars I think that's the highest I've seen so far Really? Well, okay. Yeah, I'm tr- Oh, hold on. The playoff games are... I was going
1: to say, playoff games are 100 plus, but, but...
0: But the non-playoff games, I think that's the highest I've seen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going Florida, and however many points they'll give me. <laughs> uh, um, cannot make that line high enough. All right, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Oh, yes. What a great name for a bowl. Uh, Florida State against Arizona State, the Sun Devils, in the Sun Bowl. This might be an unfair advantage, uh, but Arizona State is a four-point favorite.
1: Yeah, go Arizona State. I'm going with the Seminoles. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel like you're getting an attitude. I don't know how I feel about that. that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I like I like that we're picking different teams because now somebody's going to win. Also, you skipped the bowl, but I'm hesitant to call you out on it now. Which one? You the Belk Bowl.
0: Yeah, that's next.
1: What's at 10 a.m., my man?
0: Oh, see, the Florida State thing just happened to me.
1: Oh, the look yeah. at you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay.
0: Uh, so at the Belk Bowl, that's the one I've got next. Virginia Tech and Kentucky. Yeah. Virginia Tech is a three-point favorite. And uh, yeah, what do you got?
1: Well, Kentucky's still on their backup quarterback, who does not have great stats. So I'm going Virginia Tech. Although Virginia Tech quarterback name is Hooker. Yes,
0: but they do have Lynn Bowden Jr. Oh, that's Kentucky as Lynn Bowden Jr. I do love Lynn Bowden Jr. Hmm.
1: Yeah, the running back.
0: Yeah, I love him.
1: Who leads them? If I remember correctly, is he who leads them in rushing and receiving? That seems
0: like a very good possibility. Uh, I'm just going to go Kentucky because I want to root for Lynn Bowden Jr.
1: There you go. Okay.
0: All right. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Navy and Kansas State. It feels maybe a little unfair that Navy's playing in the Liberty Bowl, but okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The Navy is favored by two points.
1: Yeah, I got Navy. I do, too. I love the triple option. Yep. Love me some triple option. And I think Navy runs it better than anyone else. I think they do, too.
0: That their coach, Ken Neomati. I lost it. I thought I had it. Just keep going. I thought I had it. It sounded so good when you started it. I know. Uh, All right. The Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. That's three mortgages we're on now. Mm. Uh, Wyoming against Georgia State. Wyoming is a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: Uh, is Craig Bull still the coach of Wyoming? He is, in fact. Yep, go Wyoming. You a big Craig B- Craig Boll guy? I love Craig Bull. Really? Yeah. Why? I almost said, don't ask me why. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, I already did, so tell me.
0: Are <laughs> <laughs> you not going to tell I, me? I have
1: no answer. I don't know why. I oh, okay.
0: I thought it was like a secret. I thought it no. was like this secret shame, like... I he, just
1: one day I watched the North Dakota State versus South Dakota State football game and I just fell in love with Craig Bowl. Um, I think he's a phenomenal coach. Okay. Listen, he's got Wyoming in a bowl
0: game. I thought you were going to say like one time he kissed me on my mouth and I liked it and so I've always been. <laughs> well, Team Craig Bowl since then. That's an
1: aside. Okay. That's,
0: uh, that's Okay. All right. I'm going to go with Georgia State for this very scientific reason. They have the leading passer, rusher, and receiver in this game.
1: You know Ron Hunter doesn't play on their football team, right? Or coach Pass. their football
0: team? Pass. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm I'm going with Georgia State still. Okay. Um, all right. The Valero Alamo Bowl. That was my best Joe Tessitore. Um <laughs> Uh, Utah is a seven and a half point favorite over Texas. You know, who's low key on the hot seat, Tom Herman. You think so? Yes.
1: Yeah. I think that's, I think that's fair. Uh, If they go seven and five again, I think he's getting fired. Yeah. I'm going with the upset here though. Yeah. Give me, give me Texas. I'm going with the Utes. I'm just saying once again, how much does Utah want to be there? When you miss the playoff by one game. That's and fair. They did, they did not look good against Oregon. So somebody brought something up to me interesting the
0: other day that if Tom Herman gets fired, what about Urban Meyer at
1: Texas? I think it's I think it's one of the few places that he would consider going. I think he would just
0: run roughshod over everyone. Yeah. Because A, they would let him do whatever he wanted. Like Texas doesn't care. If you bring no. if you bring wins to Texas, no one's the, the Zach Smith thing is a non-issue.
1: Well, technically, it was a non-issue at Ohio State too. Right, but it's an actual non-issue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I I think he he would just. I mean, it scares me a little how good he would be at Texas.
1: Well, think there's only so he he dominated the SEC, he dominated the Big Ten. He dominated the MAC,
0: so he needs to go Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. Yeah, so he needs to go to Texas and then USC and USC, yeah. and then go to the ACC. Take over Florida State for me in a few years.
1: Yeah, although wasn't didn't he go from Bowling Green to Was he with Utah for a while? Yeah, but they weren't in the Pac Twelve. They yet. weren't in the Pac Twelve. They were in the, the Mountain. Okay, they're gotcha. yeah.
0: Yeah, him into Kyle Winningham is the only reason they uh, got into the Pac 12. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, he's, just, he's making his jumps. He Texas should win.
0: is the only Big 12 team. He should he should try and win a national title at every conference. Gosh, he could do it too. He really could. And then go win one at Notre Dame just to round out the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you've got Texas, I've got Utah. Ooh, this. The Outback Bowl, Auburn and Minnesota. Auburn is a seven-point favorite. Auburn's going to roll in this one. Yeah, I do, too. I think they're going to kill gonna, Same thing. Give me all the points. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on. These are all of our January 1st Bowls, so that'll be fun. These, these are good. The VRBO Citrus Bowl, Alabama and Michigan. Alabama's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I got Alabama. I'm going to go Michigan. I don't think Alabama cares to be there. They don't have to. Uh, I'm going Michigan.
1: Yeah. I Let me say, I hope Michigan wins. I think it's good. It's better for the Big Ten.
0: I think it's better for the world every time Alabama loses. <laughs> yeah.
1: Speaking of hot seats. Saban, get him out of there. Saban. Terrible. He missed the playoff. Go get Kirby Smart. How often can he yell at reporters and students and shame them when he's not making the playoff? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I know. He's it's really a lot harder to be uh, self-righteous when you're not making the playoff. There, Nick. <laughs> um, all right, the uh, Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern
1: Mutual. That was. Rose... Ooh, that was good. Was that a good Joe test? That was yeah. Thanks. I actually See, heard a little bit more Keith Jackson in that, but
0: <laughs> Keith, what's What was his famous line? Uh, oh, Nelly. Uh, you are looking live. Um, <laughs> I think we're on the same page on this one. Oh, Nelly. Uh, Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. Wisconsin's a three-point favorite over Oregon. I have Oregon. Yeah, Wisconsin's not that good. No, and also they can burn in hell. Um <laughs> Also, why is the Rose Bowl so pretentious that they can't put the sponsor before their name? (laughs) This is why the Big Ten needs, like, you need to realize that the the Rose Bowl is not the most important thing. Make the playoff, okay? Hey,
1: the Rose Bowl is the oldest bowl game.
0: No one cares. You don't play for a championship there, all right? I play for a championship there. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make any sense, Evan.
1: Okay. Hey, we need a we need a podcast at one time. Good things coming out of Wisconsin. Shortest pod, podcast it'd of all time. Really short. <laughs> and we're done. And thank you for joining us. Now <laughs> on to the Allstate Sugar Bowl. <laughs> Tickets for nine bucks to the Allstate Sugar Bowl. Hey, that's a deal. Georgia
0: against Baylor. Georgia's a seven and a half point favorite. Two teams that don't want to be there. Yeah. See, this is but the tough be one. Because they're... They're both they're both one game removed from making the playoff. Yeah. Uh, I guess I go Georgia. I think they're just better.
1: Oh man. Yes. And they're ESPN FBI, they're they're big favorites.
0: But that's tough. I don't think any team either one of those teams really wants to be there.
1: No. And I Yeah, I'm gonna go Georgia too. I wrote Georgia down, and I was starting to second-guess myself, but... Just just stick with your heart.
0: Yep, Georgia. All right. The Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Cincinnati against Boston College. Cincinnati is a seven-point favorite.
1: Uh, Boston College also just lost their coach.
0: Didn't they just hire Steve Adazio, or they just fired Steve Adazio?
1: Steve Adagio just got hired by Colorado State.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh,
1: yeah. I got Cincinnati, though
0: I do too. i don't yeah i I got Cincinnati
1: I, I don't, don't know have... why this was one of the games that I don't know why these two teams were paired up together.
0: I think it was like uh like last person to the party type situation, like nowhere else to sit yeah that that's fair. I just,
1: they should not be playing each other, but okay.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Indiana and Tennessee. Tennessee's a one and a half point favorite.
1: Yeah. Tennessee got off
0: to a very bad start to their season. Yeah, but they turned it around. They did. Jeremy Pruitt. I actually liked him a lot when he was at Florida State. Yeah? Yeah. He was their defensive coordinator, I believe, the year they won the national title. And I was a big fan of Jeremy Pruitt.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm going to go with Indiana in this one.
0: Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I liked him at Florida State. I didn't say I liked him as a head coach at Tennessee. That's it's
1: fair. <laughs> he is better than Derek Dooley, though. So Derek Dooley. And his mom. So okay, uh,
0: The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Ohio and Nevada. Ohio is a seven and a half point favorite. There yeah, are so too- many freaking bowls.
1: Yeah, two teams that know a lot about potatoes. So <laughs> uh I'm I'm going with Ohio in this one. I'm
0: gonna go with Ohio also because it sounds more like Idaho. That's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the analysis you come up <laughs> for, right? Well <laughs> Yeah. We've been going this long, just rolling through these bowls.
0: Yeah. Uh it sounds yeah, like we've been more. rolling through some other bowls. Um <laughs> The Lockheed Martin Armed Services Bowl. Armed Forces Bowl, excuse me. Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. How dare I? Southern Mississippi against Tulane. Tulane's a seven-point
1: favorite. Yeah, go yeah, Tulane. Sure, why not? Tulane.
0: <laughs> All right. Last one before. Last one before the playoff. Hooray. Louisiana. <coughs> Formerly Louisiana Lafayette. I think they changed their name. I'm still going to call them Louisiana Lafayette because that's what I know them by. The Raging Cajuns against the Miami of Ohio Redhawks, the Fighting Ben Roethlisbergers. Mm. Louisiana's a 14-point favorite.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. In uh, NCAA football 2006, the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns won the national championship thanks to yours truly. So (laughs) restart that climb at the Lending Tree Bowl. (laughs) By destroying Miami, Ohio,
0: I'm going with the Raging Cajuns. Best nickname on the planet. Yep. All right, on. let's go to the playoff if I can ever find it. All right, <laughs> here we here we go. All right, Oklahoma and LSU in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. LSU was a 12 and a half point favorite.
1: That's crazy. With the over under at 76. At 76. Is that the highest one? It is the highest one. Both of these, so even the Ohio State Clemson over under sixty-three and a half. Yeah, that's up there. Like you almost with this seventy you almost have to take the under of this seventy six. I mean I won't, but I'll say
0: I can't root for the under in this game. I'm rooting for like I'm rooting for a forty eight
1: forty five, something like that. I
0: want a shootout.
1: Jeez. Man, these these teams are so similar. Oklahoma averages 554.2 yards per game. LSU averages 554.3 yards per game.
0: (laughs) I think LSU's defense is a little better.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, it depends on what metric you look at. Oklahoma gives up 330 yards per game. LSU gives up 341.
0: I'm going by the looking at them metric
1: which is which is fair. LSU has a much tougher schedule. So um but Oklahoma plays better offenses. Right, you know, that's fair too. I just LSU this year is so different than the normal LSU you're used to watching.
0: It's hard to it it makes it much harder to predict.
1: Yes, I found myself at times watching them this year like not even knowing what I was watching because it you're was going, so against what I've always wait, seen. Who is this? What's happening? They have a quarterback that you know is competent yeah so i think i honestly think this is going to be the most fun game of the whole bowl season
0: i think it certainly could be
1: i'm i'm most looking forward to this one i think lsu wins i'm taking lsu um
0: i'm taking lsu as well i would not take the points i think oklahoma's going to keep it closer than that yeah i think 12 and a half is kind of absurd Um, and I think Oklahoma's dynamic enough offensively that they'll score on them, but I I do think LSU ends up winning. Um, all right, let's go to the other bowl, the PlayStation Fiesta bowl, Clemson against Ohio state. Clemson is a two point favorite as the three seed over the two seed Ohio state.
1: Yeah, that was, that was interesting to me. Uh, Yeah, that is Interesting. First thing that pops up, first headline: Clemson's tackles are concerned about blocking Ohio State's Chase Young. Well, as well as well they should yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, he's um, a monster. I mean, you just you you look at that Chase Young on one side, but I don't like if just look at field stats this year. Yeah, forty touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins is a eight, beast. Eighteen hundred yards, twenty touchdowns. He's averaging like
0: eight yards a carry. No, not eight yards a carry. Like seven yards a carry, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah.
1: And I, I know that you know even some of these Clemson like their numbers add up. But then you you do you go through Clemson's schedule.
0: Oh, it's so bad. I get they were dominant, but they haven't faced anybody in I mean the best team they faced is I don't know what Texas A&M like 3 months ago.
1: Yeah, second game of the season. They played so, at home against it'll be Texas almost A&M almost 4
0: months ago by the time they play this game.
1: Yeah. And and so this is this is one of the things I I was looking at these four teams and Ohio State knows you they both won five ranked games this year. Mm-hmm. Uh Clemson won 2 and what was, was the second?
0: Home? Was was it Virginia?
1: It was Virginia. Yeah, hey, I'm not counting that. Who's ranked? You know, they were 23rd at the time. I don't know if they've dropped out after that game. And Oklahoma won. They won four ranked games. So they were. So Clemson's schedule just instills no confidence in them. I I I think
0: I go Ohio State here. Yeah. So do I. Absolutely. I know how good Clemson looked. But again, they've just been playing just trash heap after trash heap, just stinky wet garbage football teams, and I I can't do it. I got to go Ohio State. For most of the year, I thought Ohio State was the best team in the country. Just watching them. Yeah. So I'm going Ohio State LSU in the final. What do you think a spread on that game would be?
1: Um, where's it? Where's the final at this year? I have no idea. It. Hold on,
0: uh, I, got it. I think it says it.
1: It does. I just scrolled all the way down. Mercedes uh, Atlanta.
0: Orleans. Wait.
1: No, it's New Mercedes-Benz. Orleans. Yeah, that's Oh line. yeah, you're right. My bad. The Saints. Um tickets are as low as one thousand one hundred and fifty one dollars. That's a steal. It's a little different than the
0: So there's also a Detroit. Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, just for the record. Okay. Did you just look that up? No, that's where they're playing LSU Oklahoma. That's why I got confused. okay, gotcha, gotcha. So there's two Mercedes Benz stadiums apparently.
1: So LSU playing in New Orleans, you got to think it's it's pretty close to a pick a, a pick em, but LSU gets gets the points. So I'd say maybe three and a half LSU, two two and a half LSU.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say two and a half. I think, I think it's. Pretty close to a pick and with it being played in New Orleans, I think you go two-and-a-half LSU. So let's pretend that's the line. Let's say LSU two-and-a-half over Ohio State. Who do
1: you got? Um, Oh, man. I, I've i been going back and forth on this. This one's hard. All season. I don't think you can be wrong in, in who you pick. Like, I mean, you can because all- one team will lose and then one team won't. Listen, so technically <laughs> –
0: By definition, someone
1: will be wrong. (laughs) But you could pick either of these two teams, and someone would be like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. So I
0: don't think you could feel bad about a
1: selection. I think – I know the last couple of years with Clemson, Alabama have been – well, last year wasn't a good game at all, but year before that – I mean, it was very enjoyable, though. Yes, yes. Um, But I think if it's LSU, Ohio State, I think it could be the best – national championship game we've had.
0: I mean, that could set up to be, like, an all-time classic, honestly.
1: Yeah. Here, okay, here's what I want us to go opposite. Okay. Um, 50-50. So, are you leaning one way? I'm really not. I was going to do the same gosh, thing. Dang. <laughs> I
0: was going to wait for you to pick and pick the opposite.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. You know what? Let's, I let's want
0: Ohio State. Give me Ohio I'm
1: State. just about to say I want Ohio State to win. <laughs>
0: Okay, you take Ohio State, I'll take LSU.
1: Well, I mean, if you want, you know, it's okay, yeah. Let's do that.
0: I don't take, feel that strongly either way. I, I honestly think it's a coin flip. Let
1: me let me put it this way. I think LSU is the better team. I do. Do you I think Ohio State might be the better coach team, though. I think they might be the better. I'm I'm currently taking Ryan Day over Ed Orgeron. I love Ed Orgeron. I love the guy.
0: I'm so happy he's succeeding. I really am.
1: Yeah, because he caught a raw deal at USC.
0: He really did, and I thought he caught an all, all raw deal at Ole Miss too. Frankly, they did not give him a ton of time. But and I'm so I'm glad I'm glad LSU gave him the chance because a lot of people didn't want them to hire him. As the full-time guy, after they after they fired Les Miles, so I'm glad they picked him. So I'm um, I don't know that they're better coached. I I, I don't know, but I like LSU, and uh, I'm going for the I'm I'm going for Coach O.
1: Okay, there we go. That's
0: a wrap. This is like a two-hour podcast.
1: This is the longest. Most it
0: only says like an hour and a half. It's only like an hour and a half podcast. That's not that okay. bad. So that's Dude. that's solid. That's that's your, so. That's your uh, that's your big bad college football bowl preview.
1: Come on! If you made it, if you made it this far, you are a real heavy lifting with Ravi Lula fan.
0: If you made it this far and can tell me who we picked and how we picked them for our national title game, then Ravi's going to send you a free T-shirt sure it won't be a heavy lifting t-shirt because those don't exist i'll just go to my closet find a t-shirt and send it to you <laughs> for free <laughs> that's maybe i'll write heavy lifting on it with a sharpie yeah. i like it i that's like how it that, that that's
1: how prototypes start
0: my man that is yeah i'm pretty sure that's half of like fashion these days is somebody just like wrote something they're like oh that looks cool
1: yeah hey when are we going to do a podcast on fashion
0: Dude, I would love to. I've been trying to find a way to like bring up men's fashion. I've been real bougie lately. Yeah, I've been, I've been I bought a pair of snakeskin shoes. Ooh. Um Ooh. I've been I've got a few pair. I got a couple pairs of loafers now. Oh. Um, I've been wearing I've been
1: wearing sports coats a lot. See, I think we would have a good a good talk because we have very different fashion.
0: Yeah, you have a lot more like. I don't mean this derogatorily, but like hipster fashion. Yeah, I was about to say I'm I'm hipster. And I'm going more like bougie upscale fashion.
1: Skinny jeans, long hearts, full hearts, that's what I say.
0: Yeah, I'm going like fancy sport coats and loafers. Yeah. Like you could mistake me as the sixteenth guy on an NBA bench. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that what you tell when you go in to get measured for your suit? This is what I'm looking for.
0: No. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, so imagine Khalid Elamine played today. That's, what, <laughs> That's a deep cut. Like, four people are going to get that joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I.
1: <laughs> no, my yeah. mom does all my measuring. You were there. She did your suit. Yeah, she's great. I, yeah, I... I, I'm probably, I'm wearing that suit Christmas Eve, my man. Nice. It's so, yeah. a good suit. There you go. Yeah. I tell him, you know that, that homeless guy in Seattle hanging out at the coffee shop. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> I think he nailed it. That's what I need. So
0: that homeless guy probably collects more at the coffee shop than I make in a year. So he does, <laughs> but he still can't afford to live anywhere. Cause it's Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We should do a fashion pod someday though. We'll uh we'll get that we'll get that figured out. All right, buddy. I think we're gonna call it a day there. Let's do it. All right. You've been listening to Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. That's Evan Stone. Evan, thank you so much for joining me and spending all this time with me and not with your wife. Tell Becky I'm sorry and that I love you both. And uh we'll talk to you soon, all right.
1: All right, dude. I love you, bro.
0: Uh, I love you, buddy.